Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Glow Radio. I'm recording another solo episode today. I took a week off from recording just because I was busy with other things. And I was literally bursting at the seams because I wanted to record an episode so bad. And I had to like just finish all my other work. And I am here now with you guys and super, super excited. So today, I wanted to chat with you guys about seven mindset shifts for a happier life. So these are certain mindset shifts that I've kind of learned throughout my years in career, relationships, just like by doing life, I found that whenever I switch my mindset in these ways, it gives me a more like grateful mindset. It gives me a better mindset to conquer my life. And I just feel happier overall. So I thought I would share with you guys these seven tips. And by no means am I perfect at them. These are things that I often have to remind myself of. So let's just dive into it today. It's I feel like it's going to be a very structured episode because I have a whole list written down. So let's get into it. So the first mindset shift that I'm still working on like every single day is that instead of thinking that I have to do things, I switch that mindset to I get to do things, especially in work. So I talked to you guys about how I manifested my dream career. All about that is in episode 66. So if you guys want to go check it out, you can go listen to that episode. So now that I'm in my dream job, I still catch myself, you know, feeling stressed about deadlines, about the tasks that I have to do. And I really have to switch my mindset from I have to do this to I get to do this. You know, this is such a privilege to be able to do my dream job. Like I literally get to work with amazing colleagues, create YouTube videos, and just be in such a creative and exciting space. And sometimes when I get too caught up with stress and things like that, it kind of takes away, you know, my happiness and my gratefulness that I should have for my dream job. So that's like a really, really big one, especially for me because I have a Virgo moon, Virgo rising, you know, earth signs are workaholics maximum. So I tend to get very anxious and stressed over deadlines and just tasks to do. So making this little mindset shift really kind of puts me back in my place. Number two, not focusing on the numbers and instead focusing on quality over quantity. So this is something that we hear all the time and I feel like it really applies to so many areas in life. For me, I can see it applying to my work, to my finances, and also to my health and fitness. So let's start with health and fitness. I would say 
never focus on the numbers. Like, I don't feel like that should be your top priority. I know like there might be some people out there who want to lose a certain amount of weight. Like they're like, I want to lose 50 pounds, 100 pounds, like whatever it may be. But I, I strongly, strongly think that that shouldn't be the priority because the weight will eventually come off once you focus on the quality of your lifestyle habits. When you focus on your mindset, on balancing your stress and just living like a carefree, happy life, your fitness will be in place. And it took me so, so many years to understand this. I talk about like my whole health journey in episode 65. So if you guys want to listen to like a very specific, specific, um, detailed journey, go check that out. But yeah, I would say don't focus on the weight because you don't even know what is like your body's happy weight. So I, I really believe that there's like this, I don't even know what to call it, like a certain weight that your body is just happy at and it doesn't take you a lot of effort to maintain that weight. For me, I find that I discovered that weight through so many things. Like I, I went through a bikini competition where I lost a ton of weight, became very, very toned, but also that wasn't very healthy for my mindset. It was so stressful. I was under eating, over exercising. And even though I looked amazing at that time, like during that bikini competition, I didn't feel great. And like afterwards I had so many health issues. My hormones were in balance. I feel like I'm like still recovering from all those issues even years after and now I'm at like this happy weight I after the bikini competition I gained I think about like 15 20 pounds and then after I stopped stressing about the weight because I was like oh I just want to get back to being that toned fit body again I was so stressed out I kept trying to like work out and kind of get my diet in check but all those things were just adding more stress to me and Once I really let go of everything, I shared about how I just like stopped exercising for like quite a long time and I like stopped focusing on like tracking macros, counting calories, all of that and just learn to eat intuitively and listen to my body. That's when I found my happy weight and now I don't find that I need to try like extremely hard to maintain the body that I am in right now. Of course, I'm still going through a lot of health issues that I shared with you guys. Like I'm going through hormonal imbalances, histamine intolerance, like neck pain, inflammation, adrenal fatigue. Like I have so much going on right now. But honestly, I would say my mindset has changed a lot. I'm I'm very happy with where I am and I know that I'm still healing. So I'm being patient with my body. And even though I'm not the fittest that I've ever been, I find that my quality of, you know, my lifestyle habits are so much better now. I have more balance and I'm not like constantly striving for this like unrealistic expectation of this super toned fit body. And I actually love myself now. Like I love my body for what it does for me, even though I'm not extremely fit. So that's in fitness. I would say stop focusing on the numbers, focus on your lifestyle habits, focus on your mindset. If you are happy, your body will like show that like your, your mind really helps your body transform. So once you focus on like de-stressing, being grateful, 
I guarantee like your body will just glow up. So really, really just focus on your mind and your emotional health as well. And for money, when you don't focus on the numbers, like things will just happen. This is a bit um, of a tricky one, I would say. Back in the day, I would constantly be focused on like getting paid a certain amount for freelance work. So I was like, I got to be paid like this certain amount. And it would be like very discouraging when I make pitches and like brands don't approve or they don't say yes to the price that I want. But afterwards, when I switched over to like focusing on the quality of my work, this is I guess this is helpful if you are an entrepreneur or like a content creator like myself. Once I focused on being myself, being real and just like creating content that I actually wanted to create, like I was able to get paid for the amount that I wanted. I know it's my story is a little bit different because right now I'm not a full time like entrepreneur, freelancer. I talked about that. I am working for a company, but doing exactly what I want. It's actually everything that I need and want at this time. And the salary is like exactly what I wanted in my manifestation list, even more than I expected. So I'm very, very grateful for that. And I find that once I stop focusing on like the numbers and focus on the quality of my work, what I want to share, being real, then all of that just like fell into place for me. So that's also like in work, that's kind of um, related there. I also find that when you focus on quality over quantity for work, like especially because I'm a, you know, I'm a content creator on YouTube with podcasts and everything. I stop focusing on like, I must get a video out like three times a week or I have to re record a podcast like twice a week. I stopped focusing on the numbers and I just focused on like, you know, I want to create quality content. So I'm going to write out a bunch of ideas. I know there's going to be times where I go through like downs in my creative time, like when I don't feel like very creative. I know we all go through like those blocks sometime. So during those times, like I don't always force myself to create content. I kind of like rest, practice self-care. And by doing that, the quality of my work actually increases. So, so hopefully like that can help you in your career, in your health and fitness, you know, numbers shouldn't be the first priority. I know there is some importance, some importance to them, but ultimately focus on the quality. Moving on to number three. This is a huge one that I've learned just this year, and it is to release expectations of deadlines. And what I mean by this is like deadlines and pressure that you put on yourself. So for me, a few examples here. Back in the day, I, I put a lot of pressure on deadlines for my career. I was like, by this time, I should be in my dream career or I should be making this amount of money. I should be at this certain place by now. And that was just pressure that I put on myself and I didn't allow the universe to do its work. Because even though I did so much, like I put in so much effort in forcing my career to happen, like I really was so entrepreneurial before I started so many different business projects. And every time I feel like the universe would just 
show me signs that this was not what I was supposed to do at that time and things wouldn't work out even though I forced it so much and once I like let go of that you know my dream job came into place and I that's that happened when I let go of expectations of like deadlines pressures and also like I let go of an expectation of like a specific job like I was like I must be an entrepreneur in this exact way I talk about this a lot in um in the previous episode 66 so once I let go of that my dream job happened and also I find that this can apply a lot in relationships too if you're someone who is single and looking for a relationship you might be like, oh, I, I want to find a relationship by this time or I feel like I should be married by this time. I should be in a long-term relationship by this time. Like putting those deadlines on ourselves and pressure doesn't allow the universe to have your back. You know, it doesn't allow the universe to do its thing. And for me, I know like way, way back when I was in my toxic relationship, I really wanted to get married at that time. And this was kind of before I realized how toxic the relationship was. And at that time, a lot of my friends around me were getting engaged and getting married. And I just felt a lot of FOMO. So I really, really wanted to get married. We were kind of like, just like forcing things and like things just weren't working out. And now I know like I'm so thankful that I did not get married to him because I realized how toxic the relationship was. I'm now in a new relationship and and I find that like after that long-term 13-year toxic relationship after the breakup I was you know dating around for fun and I didn't have any expectations being like I need to have a boyfriend now or I need to find like my next partner by this date like I never thought about those things and I truly believe that is why I found my dream man like so quickly because I I just let go of all control and that's kind of when it happened. I feel like this this is something that was very difficult for me to learn because I'm like a control freak. You know, I talk about my Virgo-ness a lot, my Virgo moon, Virgo rising. I find that it just wants to control everything. But once I just kind of forgot about the deadlines and the expectations, things fell into place. And I'm still learning this today for my health because, as I mentioned, I have so many health issues going on. And in the beginning, I put so much pressure on myself. I was like, I want to be healed by this day. You know, I'm going to do everything I can in my power, like just like be super strict with my lifestyle because I want my body to heal. But being so strict with my lifestyle was also adding stress to me and not helping my healing journey. And who knows when I could heal, you know, this could take a long, long time and I need to be patient with myself. I need to allow my body to do its thing. I need to allow the universe to do its thing. So I find that once I let go of that expectation, I'm slowly getting better. You know, I'm still in the process of healing. I'm not 100% yet, but honestly, I'm so grateful that I'm so much better than how I was like in February. I think that was like more than five months ago. Like I couldn't even get out of bed for most days back then. So that's number three, release your expectations of deadlines. Moving on to number four, mistakes are good learning opportunities and should be encouraged. 
So in the last episode I did with my lash tech and friend Michelle, we talked about my Mars in Aquarius a bit. So your Mars sign is like your drive in life, your physical instinct. And my sign is in Aquarius. I, I also have an Aquarius stellium in my chart. So that means I have three Aquarius signs and that usually like ampl amplifies that sign in my chart in my life. And being a Mars and Aquarius, I can really see that the way I learn is that I like to do things. Like I like to do things and then if I make a mistake, then I will learn from it. But if I don't make the mistake, I can't just take someone else's word for it. I kind of talked about this in the way I grew up in my parenting, um, the parenting style from my parents because my mom is very, very protective. She's a Scorpio sun. I've mentioned this a lot. And I think she's also like a Scorpio moon, Scorpio mercury, just a lot of Scorpio energy. She also has a Mars and Cancer. So having a Mars and Cancer, like, Usually they're a bit slower, I find, at making decisions. They really like ponder things for a long time, very emotional. So she was very protective when I was growing up. And I found that we butt heads a lot because me, being the Mars and Aquarius, I want to go do the things and I want to make the mistakes so that I will learn. You know, she would try to protect me from things and, you know, stop me from doing things because she learned a certain way. She like knew the consequences from her experience, but I couldn't take her word for it. And for me, I just find that this is a good way to learn. Like, obviously, don't go do something stupid where you know, like, the consequence is bad. But, like, in business, in relationships, I'd rather, like, do the thing in my business, do the thing in my work, and learn from it. Like, Instead of thinking about putting out your first YouTube video, like if you want to be a YouTuber, instead of thinking about it, just do it. You know, your first one is not going to be perfect. If your first video is perfect, then you've waited way too long to put it out there. And this can apply to any other type of project, you know, and even for relationships. I guess this is where my mom and I had like very, very different views. And when I talk about my mom nowadays, I don't think that I, I hate her or I'm blaming her or anything. I have a very different relationship with my mom now. I'm very open with her and we can have open dialogue. But I want to share with you guys like how growing up, how my thinking was and how it's changed now and how, how it's helped me grow as a person. So with relationships, I had an Asian mother and she would always just tell me, don't date until you're like in second year university. I feel like a lot of other Asians can relate to this because, you know, Asians are always just like, don't do it, don't do this, don't do that. And I never really understood why my mom was like, don't get in a relationship. But I think it was like, because she wanted me to focus on my studies, you know, she maybe didn't want me to like, get accidentally pregnant or something. But for me, I was like, just because she said that my Aquarius side is very rebellious. And also because I'm a Pisces, I love love. You know, I just like, I love relationships. My Venus sign is also in my seventh house, meaning that I just like love relationships. They are so important to me. And my mom didn't understand that. So by her, like, just like telling me don't be in a relationship, it didn't really make any sense to me. And I feel like I wish that she kind of 
I don't know, like told me to encouraged me to date more or like to like just have fun with dating when I was younger because I don't know why I just like stayed in my 13 year relationship for so long. Well, I kind of have reasons and I kind of talked about it in previous episodes, but I just wish that if I was encouraged to date more, maybe I would have more experience and I would learn what a healthy relationship should look like. So I really feel like dating is a numbers game. Like even now, I would say after my long-term relationship, when I started to date again, I went on so many dates, like within like a few months, I went on so many dates, like probably like more than 10 dates in the next like, what was it? Two, three months after my breakup. And yeah, like some dates are not going to be, a hit you know most of them are probably not gonna go like amazing like you're not gonna find the one but I still had fun on them you know and I felt like every time I dated like I went on a date with a new person they were like closer to who I wanted as my significant other so I really feel like dating is a numbers game in this day and age so I just encourage you to go on like as many dates as you can you know it's I have fun with it and eventually you will find like your dream man. You will manifest it. Just focus on manifesting it. Moving on, number five. Change your mindset to I always have a choice. So sometimes when I'm caught up, you know, in life and stress, I forget that I have a choice. And I kind of feel like, oh, like, why do I have to do this? Like, I'm like being forced to do this or something like I feel like I don't have control over my life but that's not true you always you always have a choice like in work I feel like this is still something that I'm learning and it's communication in the workplace like I feel like I've usually been a person to not really disagree with people or like I'm a workaholic I just like sometimes put too much on my plate and even when I have so much on my plate I don't like to ask for help or I don't like to communicate to my coworkers, to my boss that I'm working too hard and I need some help so here like I need to remember that I always have a choice to vocalize like how I'm feeling like I shouldn't feel stressed or grumpy because of my workload because I can communicate that I can be like that's too much for me. I can say no to certain things. Like if someone gives me a task, I don't have to accept it right away. Like I have that choice. I can say no, I don't have room for that. So you always have a choice. Like don't don't hold it in. And I find that sometimes a lot of people hold things in. They get grumpy about work and then they're just like giving attitude maybe to their coworkers. But if you just say no or like communicate what's on your mind, you know, you can feel so much more free. And that's something that I'm learning as well. And also with health and fitness, you always, always have a choice. Like you're not forced to work out. Like I used to be so hard on myself. I would be like, I must work out like five, six times a week. And I would be so irritated if there was a hiccup in my schedule and something like interrupted my workout schedule. But now I'm like, I choose to work out. And like if an event comes up, if like, I don't know, like a dinner comes up and I have to miss my workout, I choose to go to that dinner because I want to and I want to spend time with whoever I'm with. Or I could be like, no, I don't want to attend the dinner. 
I choose to go work out. You know, it goes both ways. So whatever you choose, just be confident in your decision, be happy with your decision, and never feel like you're forced to do something you don't want to do. Also with like eating, you don't have to be like, I have to eat, I don't know, low sugar things, or I can't eat that because it's going to make me fat. You always have a choice. You, you choose not to eat that item because you know that it's not going to make you feel good. Or you could be like, I choose to indulge today and I know there might be some consequences. I might feel a little bloated for a day or two, but I am having a good time and I chose to eat this thing. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I will accept the consequences. You know, you always, always, always have a choice. And another thing is with your time and schedule, like you don't have to say yes to hanging out with every single person that asks you. I feel like this is also something that I learned recently, you know. I'm a lot more careful with my energy now, with who I spend my time with. And if someone asks me to hang out and I honestly don't want to, you know, I will be honest with them and let them know, you know. I'll say, like, for me right now, like, I'm really focusing on my health, I'm focusing on my work, and I just don't have time to hang out right now or I'm not ready to hang out. Maybe in the future when I have more energy, like, maybe I can reach out to you then, you know. Just being like polite, respectful, and honest with it, I find that usually people are receptive to that. You know, I I did that the other week with someone who asked me to hang out and she was like, oh, I totally understand. Like, thanks for letting me know and thanks for being honest. And if someone doesn't respect your boundaries, you know, I've also had people who keep pushing, like, I've already told you no, I don't want to hang out. They just keep pushing, keep pushing. At that point, you know, I just honestly ghost them. (laughs) Like, if I've already told you so many times, like, and you don't accept it, I have no shame in ghosting them, being a Pisces. Like, I feel like that is a Pisces thing to do. So, yeah, like, you don't need that energy in your life. You know, you need to protect your energy. So don't feel bad about saying no, about ghosting someone. You don't owe anyone an, an explanation. Moving on, number six let go of perfection and control. So this kind of relates to the number three shift I had about releasing expectations of deadlines. Similar to that, let go of perfection, let go of control. Like I mentioned to you guys, when I let go of control of like my dating life, my career, then all of those things just happened for me. I know it's, this is like a very can be a very challenging concept to grasp because I know a lot of you guys might be control freaks because I know I am. My Virgo side is like, like so annoying sometimes. But once you really just like let go of that, everything will fall into place. Like I guarantee you, I know it can be hard to see that right now if you're like going through a really tough time. But trust me, like I went through that like And everything happens in the right timing. Like for career, I went through so many jobs that I hated or didn't like. And I just felt like my career was never like falling into place. Like I was like, when am I going to be like self-sufficient? When am I going to be like doing what I love and getting paid for it? Like I went through years and years of that. And I realized, you know, I had to go through that in order to be so grateful for where I am now. 
if I didn't go through those years of doing things that I didn't want to do, not getting paid enough, being broke, then I wouldn't appreciate where I am now. You know, like if I just had my dream job handed to me, like first thing, I wouldn't appreciate it. So that all happened for a reason. And I just, I just like encourage you guys to really trust in the right timing. Also with my relationship, you know, it's funny because I feel like I had to actually release my toxic relationship and then all the things in my life kind of came to be like, I I finally listened to my intuition, you know, I had so many things kind of telling me that I wasn't going to be in that relationship forever and I kind of ignored it and just like persevered and I have such a relentless spirit. It's like that Virgo moon of mine, like not wanting to fail and also my Pisces side, like super loyal, just like hanging on to relationships, like no tomorrow. So once I let go of that, like my career fell, fell into place, like I, I've always wanted to live on my own. Oh my God. I, I don't know if you guys heard that, but something just fell over in my bathroom. <laughs> All right. Raw conversation. Moving on. Last one, number seven. This is a big one too. It's to forgive others and to forgive yourself. So forgiveness is a huge one. Myself being a water sign, I know how hard it is to forgive because water signs just like hold on to grudges. We hold on to everything and we it's very hard for us to let go. I feel like it's even harder if you're like if you have cancer placements or Scorpio placements. Like if you're a Scorpio, I know it's like really, really difficult. So I can relate and I'm still working on this. I shared with you guys how I've been reading different books, like how the universe has your back and also the emotion code. And those books have just been helping me release meditating, journaling, because once you're ready to it, I feel like your intuition will tell you things like once I was ready to heal I would just get reminded of certain memories, like all of a sudden, like friendship incidents, memories with my parents, with my mom, especially, or sometimes even with my dad in my past toxic relationship. I'll get reminded of certain moments, like arguments or things that I'm still hanging on to. And I realize that I have to forgive, you know, holding on to those grudges is only hurting myself. And it's, you know, the other person might not even know about it, you know, like so back in the day, like I would find myself like giving my parents a lot of attitude or just being like grumpy around them a lot. And it wasn't even because they did anything like they didn't do anything at all. It was just because I was holding on to all these trapped emotions and I just became like a very grumpy person around them. So the emotion code talks about this a lot. I'll share with you guys like a little bit about it. So basically, it teaches you to do certain muscle tests to ask your subconscious questions to figure out what type of trapped emotion you have. The book provides you with a chart of different negative emotions. And it's kind of like when you're standing still, you're not really standing still. You kind of like tend to lean forward a little bit or you lean backwards a little bit. And if you really like notice your subconscious, when you say something positive, like the word love, or if you say a true statement, like my name is Jacqueline, your body will kind of lean forward a little bit. But when you say something negative, like hate, or like a lie, like if I said like, my name is Fred, 
your body kind of leans backwards a little bit. So I encourage you guys to try that out. Don't overthink it because if you overthink and try to control it, you know, your subconscious is not going to work. But that's like one example. So the book teaches you like different muscle tests you can do like with your hands, like with your body and stuff. And once you figure out what the trapped emotion is, you take a magnet and you actually run it through your meridian line. Your meridian line is like a line in acupuncture, like in your body, it just kind of resets everything when you run the magnet it's like over your head down your neck over like the back of your head down your neck and use a magnet because you know our bodies are filled with energy I believe that because you know when someone walks into a room you just feel their energy like if if there's a negative energy a stressed energy an anxious energy or a happy energy like you notice that so The magnet kind of resets that with like all the ions in your body and stuff. So I've been working on that, releasing tons of trapped emotions. All of us have trapped emotions because there may be times when we like held something in, we didn't express ourselves, we didn't communicate, you know, and all those get trapped in our body and they can manifest into health issues and just like bigger problems. Like for me, for example, I really think that I'm going through all these health issues right now because I have so many trapped emotions from my childhood, you know, like I had to learn to forgive my mom and dad for so many things and my past toxic relationship, like of 13 years, I had so many trapped emotions from that and I'm still learning to recover. So once I learned to forgive, it has helped a lot and forgiveness is not like a one-time thing I feel like it's something that you constantly need to practice and you need to like feel the emotion when I forgive like I try to write it in my journal I'm like I forgive so and so for hurting me in this way or whatever I write it out I I allow myself to feel like the hurt the anger whatever they caused me but I also choose to let it go And letting it go, forgiving, doesn't mean that the other person was necessarily a good person or what they did was correct. It just means that you are letting go of this negativity and you choose to not let it affect your life anymore. So that's a big thing. I feel like I'm still learning, you know, but the more I forgive, I feel like nowadays, like I'm so much more open with my parents. I feel like happier around them. I feel more love for them. And I'm able to express myself with them more. But before, when I was holding on to so many like grudges and resentment, it was just hard for me to show love even. Like I feel like after I've released these emotions, I don't know what it, like I, I can't explain it to you guys. It's like I, I feel more warm and I feel like more depth in my heart. Just like I have more love to give like to my boyfriend, to my friends, to my family. It's It's really crazy, guys, and I just strongly encourage you guys to listen to your intuition, reflect, meditate, journal, and see if any memories from your past come up. Like some of these memories could be like from years back, like from when you were young and you might still be holding on to that pain and it could be affecting your life now. So forgive, (laughs) forgive, forgive, forgive. So those are my seven mindset shifts for you guys. I hope this is helpful. I know these are still things that I'm practicing all the time. If you guys enjoy this episode, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. I would love to hear from you guys. 
You can always comment, DM me on Instagram at GlowRadioCo or even on my personal Instagram, underscore Jacqueline Sun. You check out my YouTube channel to follow my health journey because I'm like sharing all that with you guys over there. This was a little bit of a shorter episode, but let me know what you guys thought. And I love you guys so much. I will chat with you guys in the next episode. Bye.